Well, hello yet again. This is Arctic Eric, and you're listening to my podcast, Fika with Arctic Eric. To remind you for the umpteenth time, Fika is that freedom you and I have in Christ Jesus always, all the time. A freedom to know him more deeply, more personally, more intimately through the indwelling person of the Holy Spirit, the freedom to follow him, to hear his voice, and to be led by his spirit. And of course, freedom to share him with those we encounter. Yep, fika, freedom in Christ always. I'm looking forward to starting a new uh, discussion here at the kitchen table this time. The uh, third chapter of Philippians from the New Living Translation. It'll be a couple of parts, uh, I would guess, but we'll start here. Part 1, Philippians chapter 3, the New Living Translation. I pray that God's Spirit will encourage you as together we look at the Word of God. The heading here in the New Living Translation is the priceless value of knowing Christ. And when I think about that word knowing, I often think about the difference between simply knowing about him, which is important indeed, because the ability to believe comes through hearing the word of God. So as we hear what scripture says about Christ, we will see him, and know about him. But we can also know him more deeply, more intimately, more personally. So this is the priceless value of not only knowing about him, but knowing him in a very personal way. Paul is writing. He's writing to the folks there in Philippi. And in the third chapter, verse 1, he writes, Whatever happens... My dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. I never get tired of telling you these things, and I do it to safeguard your faith. Whatever happens, you know, so much does happen in life, and nothing comes our way that hasn't been first through God's hands. What do I mean by that? I don't mean that God sends the trials and the temptations and the tribulations, but I am saying that he will not allow any temptation to come to you that's greater than your ability to resist it and to be able to, through his amazing grace, through faith in his Son, grounded in Scripture, as the Amplified says, come to a safe landing place. So yes, things are going to happen, and God is sovereign even over those events. So whatever happens, what? Know this, that the joy of our salvation, the joy of knowing Christ, will carry us all the way. Rejoice in the Lord. This is a joy that goes beyond understanding. This is a joy that far exceeds the concept of happiness. Happiness has to do with circumstances. Joy has to do with the joy of our salvation, the joy in our Savior, 
that we might rejoice in him, in the fullness of him, he being the Alpha and Omega, the beginning, the end, the eternal one, and our eternal life on the inside of us. Paul says, I don't get tired of telling you this, reminding you this. I do it as a safeguard to your faith. Well, what in the world are we talking about? Well, many think that it's referring to understanding that if we're basing our lives and our relationship on God, as far as him delivering happiness to us, then we're going to be driven by circumstances and not led by the Spirit of God. But that if we'll remember, our faith remains strong when we keep our eyes on Christ. That joy of our salvation, the joy of of our Savior, keeping our eyes and our hope and our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ alone. And we're safeguarded that way. In verse 2, he changes uh, his tone and he says, Watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil, those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved. Now, we know actually he's talking about the Judaizers, but I think we can read more that there are many people out there who are doing evil and who are wanting us to go back to rule-keeping, who are wanting us to depart from the faith and freedom that are found in Christ that he might conform us and they're saying, you must do this and you must do that to be saved. Listen, it isn't Jesus, faith and trust in him, plus prayer or plus anything else. It's faith in Jesus Christ. So we want to be careful that we don't go back into law keeping in order to maintain our salvation. Listen, either you're born again or you're not. Yes, there will be fruit in your life. There will be a process of sanctification. But don't confuse that with being born again. If you're born again through trusting Christ alone, then you want to add nothing to it. Verse 3, he's talking about you and me and all who have capitulated and called upon the name of the Lord. It says, we... We are those who worship by the Spirit of God. We're the ones that are truly circumcised. We rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. And we put no confidence in human effort. So what are we saying? Well, if we're going to worship God by his spirit, by the spirit of God, then that spirit of God must dwell in us. And when it does, when we worship, that is the circumcision of the heart, the true circumcision. We're those who are truly circumcised. Why? Why? Why is this? Because you and I, Rely on what Jesus has done for us, not what we have done or are doing. Even though as Christians, empowered by God's amazing grace, we'll do things. But it isn't the doing of those things that save us. No, it's relying on what Christ has done. 
what he will do and what he desires to do today so that we place no confidence in our own effort. That's right. It's not about self-reliance and human effort. It's about reliance on Christ and being empowered by his Holy Spirit. Oh, that we might be filled to overflowing continually, as Paul writes to the Ephesians, not only today, but every day. Filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. The only antidote against the flesh is to be led by that wonderful, marvelous, indwelling person of the Holy Spirit. Paul goes on to say that he could have confidence in his own effort if anyone could. Indeed, if others have reason for confidence in their own efforts, I have even more. And you know, I think about the gifted people that I know. I mean naturally gifted people who are placing their own natural effort to accomplish for God what in fact God himself wants to accomplish. Listen, it's not by our might, it's not by our power, it's not by our strength, it's by God's Spirit, so that we put no confidence in our ability. But our confidence is in Christ and the empowering ability that he has in us through his Spirit. And as I've said before, the Holy Spirit is referred to not only as the Holy Spirit from God, but the Holy Spirit from Christ, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of Jesus, and the marvelous Spirit of grace. All for us. Okay. Gosh, that's it for us today at the kitchen table. This was Philippians chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. So I guess this is part 1. Listen, I say again and again and again, thank you for being with me here at the kitchen table. I hope you are blessed today, and I pray God's best for you, that his good, perfect, and acceptable will be done for you, in you, and through you. God bless. Good day.